stress, anxiety, and depression are skyrocketing among children and teens. And Cook Children's Healthcare System is on a mission to bring these topics into the light. I'm Winnie King. And I'm Dr. Kristen Perch. If you have kiddos in the room, now is the time to put on those headphones. Some of the topics we'll be discussing will not be suited for young ears. This is Raising Joy. Hello, hello, and welcome to Raising Joy, the podcast that makes me happy. And joyful, right? It's <laughs> yeah, in the name. it makes me joyful. Hi, I'm Winnie King, um, S- SVP, Chief of Communications, Inclusion, Diversity, and Equity at Cook Children's. And I'm Kristen Perch. I'm a child psychiatrist, and we just celebrated Halloween. Halloween. Man, what a time. I love spooky season. I, You know, I like it. I like it a lot. I love the decorations. Me too. I I'm not a big fan of the movies. When they start with those, you know, the 30 days of Freddy Krueger and oh, no. and Mm-mm. Chucky and all the people who are slashing and crashing, I'm not I'm not for that. But I I will tell you, this was a eye opener this year cuz I bought candy and I usually don't buy candy. <laughs> but I bought candy this year and I mean, I went to the dollar store and got candy for over 50 bucks. <laughs> and it, and I'm coming out with two bags thinking, okay. where did that ha- what? Are you the house with the full-size Snickers? Is that why? No, I'm doing the teeny weeny stuff. <laughs> I'm doing teeny weeny stuff and I'm just like, you know, there's got to be more to it than this because seriously these kids just coming to the door just saying you know trick-or-treat ain't enough for me y'all gonna have to do some stuff like tiktok Uh, you need the tiktok dances i need some entertainment (laughs) (laughs) i need some next year i'm gonna need entertainment if it's gonna be this expensive because it makes no sense okay wait what if you had like two baskets one was like thanks for coming and then like the full-size candy bars where like if you do a tiktok dance you can pick something from this Oh, that's cute. See, and then Let's I can do whip it. out my video next year. Boom. Okay, see, okay, All right. ideas, All ideas, right, children. This is our joy. Okay, we got to tell our kids. Okay, and I'm telling you, by you know, seven thirty, that 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 oh, light yeah. is going to be gone. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, eight o'clock. We're done. Oh, oh my yes. gosh! And gone are the days when the guys used to come through. Those teenage guys was would come through with the pillowcases. <laughs> gone. Gone are those days. That's right. <laughs> Get a job, buy some candy. <laughs> That's right. Or anyway. do a TikTok. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Okay. On to bigger and better things. And spooky for some people. Yeah. Yeah. A little spooky. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it is spooky. But I, the movies I'm not into. But, you know, it's a, it's a good time. Yes. It's a good time. <laughs> but anyhow. Okay, on to the business at hand. <laughs> you know, we're not planning for next year for, for Halloween. But anyway, joining us today, we have Dr. Shanna Combs, who is a pediatric adolescent, um, pediatric adolescent gynecologist. Okay, in fact, she is the first of her kind at Cook Children's and joined the hospital in 2021. Hello, hello. Hello. Tell me why me. you're the first of your kind. <laughs> I don't know. It's half the population. Um, <laughs> yep. um, so um, I don't know. Um, it's definitely something. It's been an adventure starting a new program at Cook, and it's been amazing taking care of all my little ladies, as I like to call them. Aww. And let me tell you, there I have never seen so much excitement amongst like the pediatricians and the specialists to have 
access to an adolescent, you know, pediatric and uh, adolescent gynecologist. Like we are so excited to have you on board, like your expertise. And then whenever we have a concern, you know, we can refer to you and say, hey, we know, you know, Dr. Combs is great. This is a person who specializes in this because that's a lot of concern from parents is like, do they know what to do with my tiny little person? You know, and so we've been so glad that you're here. Oh, thank you. And you're going to talk to us about how puberty affects mental health. Just a little bit. I am so (laughs) glad you're here. So, so, so glad you're here. So talk to us, Dr. Combs, about how, how do you see mental health or puberty affecting mental health? Um, it makes the brain crazy. Um, it absolutely does. <laughs> so, you know, obviously in my realm as a gynecologist, I deal a lot with like periods and abnormal periods and all the fun of periods. And I'm going to say period a lot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. But along those same lines is not only is the, you know, the reproductive changes that happen with puberty, but I always say like the brain is so changing and whirly-gorly. You know, mm-hmm. I say the hormones are all over the place. Um, and, you know, that goes for the female health, but it also goes for the brain health as well. So mm-hmm. definitely has a huge impact and change on the mental health that's going on. And when I hear puberty, I I think both girls and boys. So are you just dealing with girls? Yes. So I'm a specialist in lady health, as I like to say. Okay, lady health. So so the boys go crazy all on their own. (laughs) Figure it out. They do. (laughs) Yes, yes. Boys definitely uh, do uh, have the same issues. A little different, though. Um, But, yeah, I mostly work with girls. And it's a huge entry point for kiddos to be anxious or depressed whenever they go through puberty, like Mm -hmm. just because of the hormonal changes and things like that. And so um, I think people knowing that and being aware of it can, you know, be like, I think it's really important. So I think think a couple of things, right, like the hormonal changes and then also – kids just feel so awkward Mm -hmm. because their bodies are changing changing. Mm -hmm. yeah and they're like what is this Mm -hmm. and like there's new smells yes (laughs) and like all of that right yeah and so there it's a it's a stressor just because it's a giant change it's like how they feel about themselves and then how the rest of the world sees them too right they went from like being a little girl like you know to like having a boobs Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and, and they get really self-conscious and weird about it sometimes. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. I, I think we have to be better about how we talk to girls at that age mm-hmm. about the changes in their body and being open about it and being supportive because we don't want them to feel alienated and weird. Like we don't, they already yeah. do that. Like, let's not contribute to it. Yeah. Well, so when we're talking about age though, gosh, when I, you know, back in my day, back in the Stone Age, you know, when we were, you know, riding around on horses, <laughs> you know, puberty for girls usually hit around that 12, 13, mm-hmm. 14 kind of yep. time period. It was somewhere in there. That ain't happening no, today. No, Mm-mm. that 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 little guideline has slid mm-hmm. all the way back. Yeah. What on the planet has happened? Um, so that is actually the great debate. We've definitely seen a huge um, shift in the age of puberty onset to younger um, in our population. Um, as for why, we're not really sure. Um, you know, we hear theories about um, hormones and food and things like that. Um, other considerations um, is concern about obesity because our fat cells also make hormones as well. 
Um, and so seeing younger puberty related to that. But truthfully, it's it really is a great unanswered question. So if you figure it out, let me know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I won't be sitting in front of this mic. It'll be in front of another mic right. on TV nationally somewhere. <laughs> I can't Nobel wait. Stage. <laughs> I'll be on your front row yeah. with a sign that's like, yes, Winnie. Yeah. I Tell them. Really yeah, when I figure that out. So now what would you render is the average age? Um, so we talk a lot of times when we talk about puberty, we talk about onset of periods. And so we say anywhere from like 11 to 12. But unfortunately, I'm seeing it in like mm-hmm. nine and 10 year olds mm-hmm. um, in my office. And, you know, those kids are in elementary school. I know. Yeah. I had, and you have, and as a parent, I'm not ready to have the talk uh-uh, yet because uh-uh. I didn't think it was happening right. quite this quick. Yeah. And something happened at school or mm-hmm. there's an accident. And yep. now you got to figure out, oh boy, yes. here or, we go. Or my friend, it happened to my friend. Yes. And now you have a fourth grader that's like, oh my God, what, what? is this? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? So, and, and so I think whenever we, I think we do have to talk to our kids about it, about puberty and like what's going to happen. Most parents get that, I think. But do you have any suggestions? I guess now that it's happening earlier, we have to kind of start the conversation earlier. Like what, how do you start that conversation? And like when, like what, what would you recommend for parents? So I think definitely talking about, you know, you're going to change throughout your life and talking to them about how their body is changing and things like that. Um, but approaching it at an earlier age, but at an age appropriate age. Um, so, you know, I, I think, you know, letting them know, you know, as you're getting taller, you can re- equate it to things like that. Cause a lot of times the pubertal progression, the first thing isn't periods. It's a lot of changes that right. happen mm-hmm. right. before that. Right. And if you start to yeah. see those flags flying, you, you need better to start, start talking. talking. <laughs> Get your talking points together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and for girls, the first sign is, the giant growth spurt. They yeah. get a lot taller. Yeah. So that happens right before they start their periods. Okay. Um, so before before that, though, they usually will either get breast development mm-hmm. or they um, will develop pubic hair or underarm hair. Mm. And so the thing I hear from a lot of parents is like, well, she doesn't look let me look down there anymore. And I'm like, oh, well, man. good for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yes. no, wait, wait. This is a story. Hold <laughs> <Okay>. on. <laughs> so oh, my boy. son is... You know, whatever age. I can't even remember now. It was 10 or 11. And I'm a single parent, you know, and I'm raising a boy. Okay. And he notices the changes, but he wants to show me the change. (laughs) Very different for boys. Yes. You know, my, my, and he's yanking at the pants and I'm like, wait, (laughs) dude, that's okay. I I trust you. I believe you. I really do. I really do. Give, give me the visual verbally. Right. Like we but, cannot, I don't need it. But I do the not need it. Mortification of it all. Right. It, I was mortified. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I no, interrupted, but yeah. that just like, ooh, that came back. Yes. Well, and that's the thing. I think, you know, having open dialogue and open conversation with your child about what's going on as they're developing, you know, if you start to notice certain things. And I joke about the smell, but it's true. It's, ooh, you ooh, know, you start ooh. your sweat glands start making more with that hair development. And, you know, if you, sometimes that may be your first sign if you're not looking at things. So. Like, that's true. You know, that, right. that's, that's that that scent that wafted right. right by me. And you're like, what, what just who, happened? What who is that? that? <laughs> is there, who let the teenager in the house? You're like, oh wait, that's my kid. Teenager out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it can be. It's oniony. It's really bad. Yeah, it's a very distinct odor, and I definitely sometimes notice it in my office. (laughs) 
<laughs> I will. I've had, yes, I've had parents who are like, so they pull me aside and they're like, can you have the talk with her? Because she's not going to listen to me about bathing and cleaning and deodorant and things like that. Okay. I was like, sure thing. Yeah. Oh, um, my gosh. But yeah. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. But yes. normalize it. Yes. I think. And, yeah. And for at, at Cook a couple of years ago, they um, instituted that we had to ask when a girl's last, you know, if she was 10 and over, I uh -huh. think yeah. like you had to ask when was your last menstrual period. And for me, I was like, oh, that feels invasive, which is hysterical based on <laughs> the questions that I, like, I ask in my you office. Ask a lot more? Yes. Like, have you thought about killing yourself? Yeah, like, exactly. But no, but like, when was your period felt more invasive to me? I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But it has opened up so many conversations. Yeah. I have been so glad that we do it yeah. because it helps normalize what they're going through. Yes. Absolutely. You feel weird. If you have questions, who are you going to ask? Mm -hmm. Ask your mom. Do not look it up online. Don't go to TikTok. And especially <laughs> don't look it up on your school computer because, like, you will get reported. I mean, like, just don't. Child pornography or something. Just wait. I don't, they do, do, it. It. don't do it. Yeah, Unintentionally, they're just yeah, curious. Yeah, and they put in stuff Stop, on yeah. the Google and they get in I trouble. Know, I know. So, yeah, no, like, it's helped normalize. Yeah. Like, no, this is normal. And yeah. I think, I think if parents can be cool with it and if, Docs, psychiatrists mm -hmm. can be cool with it. Everybody's cool with it. Yeah. But if you're awkward and like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want. I don't know how to say it. My baby. I don't want to talk about you getting bigger. Yeah. But it's just part of growing up, and yeah. it's a good, beautiful yeah, thing, and it's going to happen. Is. It if is. You're but the, but the implication of what can happen because of it, right? Yeah, that's true. Is, is kind of scary. Yeah. The oh, fact yeah. that I know a ten-year-old is having a period, and now the possibility of. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's We're not I mentioning it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not mentioning the pregnancy no, or anything yeah. like that. But, but the possibility is, and that brings on a whole nother mental health problem for right. me as a parent. Yeah. Because this now has made this real. She's no longer my baby, the mm -hmm. baby that I remember in the toddler. And, the, you know, yeah. and now this is, this got real, real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it happens to all of them. I know. <laughs> it's predictable. We know it's coming. It kind of happens. Yeah. So, so that's why I think it's so important to try to talk to them as they're getting older, um, as they're developing, as letting them know, like, these things mm -hmm. are normal. I love the idea of normalizing it because yeah. it becomes such a, like, it's your period, you know, type situation or you're growing breasts. Well, you know, you but whisper it's always it, but it's been that way. It's always been that way, you but know, it's so your your monthly visitor, visitor. Aunt Flo, <laughs> yes. Tom, your time of the month. <laughs> I mean, it's the red been, wave is coming. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's always. But why do why do young women or young or girls have to come see you? Yeah. Um, so I see a lot of young ladies for a variety of reasons. Um, the biggest thing I always say is puberty is hard and there's a lot of changes going on. Mm -hmm. And um, especially like when periods start, they're crazy. Those hormones, they're going crazy all over the place. Their periods, they're, you know, bleeding all over the place or not having a period or in severe pain or oh, having to miss cramps. school yeah. and getting sick with their periods. Yeah. Um, so there's just so many things that can go on during that time frame. And, you know, I always I've. The thing I hate the most in life is when somebody says, oh, it's just your period. Uh-uh. Mm -mm. Uh-uh. It's mm -mm. not. Like, you know, and I always tell my patients, I was like, you'll never hear that from me. And unfortunately, sometimes I hear parents who are like, well, you just tell her that it's just normal to, like, have a period. And I was like, 
it's normal to have a period. It's not normal to be curled up in the fetal position, right. puking it, your guts yes, out and not going yes. to school. Thank you very right. much. That yeah. was me back in the day. Yeah. yeah. And so I like to be able to let them know that there's ways we can help and we don't have to suffer like we have for so long. And so that's kind of my goal is to help the young ladies to realize that you don't have to suffer like this just because it it is normal does not mean that you have to be, you know, miss out on life, essentially. You know, mm-hmm. if you're missing school or you're in athletics or, um, you know, doing arts and things like that and you can't participate because of your period, that's not okay. No. Yeah. No. I send a, I've sent a handful of patients to you and mm-hmm. have been so grateful that you see them because I, I have patients that we've gotten their depression under pretty good control. Mm-hmm. But those four days before their cycle oh my God. drops, yeah. I mean, all Ooh. the way. Ooh. Like we're okay. Mm-hmm. And then just all the way to the yeah. bottom. And it's and and so I tell parents, okay, look, track it. Let's keep, you know, mm-hmm. or they're like, I'm just the kids are like, I'm sad. And honestly, I've had a few that are suicidal. Yep. Like we're okay. And then drop all the way there. That, I mean, that yes. far. Mm-hmm. And and the the clue for me is a gal who has started her period. Um, it happens, you know, and she's like, I'm sad for no reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, okay, when was the last time this happened? And we kind of like track it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it, some people are sad for no reason, but mm-hmm. there have been a few cases that I, you look at it and they're like, oh my God. It, yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. can you go see my friend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she does. And yeah. it really helps. So what are you giving? <laughs> so what am I giving? Magic. Magic. <laughs> fairy um, dust, fairy dust, fairy dust. <laughs> so at the end of the day, the thing I always say is this is a hormone-related problem, and so we use hormones to help with it. Mm-hmm. Those happen to be birth control. Okay. Um, and, um, and sometimes we try other things. You know, for mental health, a lot of times it does need to be hormonal because it's very hormonally related. Mm-hmm. Um, but for other issues, pain, um, heavy bleeding, things like that, we can use some other medications. Um, but, you know, and so, of course, to the point of, like, it's a 10-year-old and I'm putting him on birth control. Yeah. Um, but that's why I frequently refer to it as hormonal therapy because I'm not using it for the contraceptive benefit. I'm using mm-hmm. it to help with their quality of life and their function mm-hmm. and things like that. So, um, but, yeah, you know, you shouldn't, you know, there is such a thing. We always hear about PMS and it's, you know, it's sad because it's said like a joke like, oh, she's PMSing. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like a brush yeah. off and things yeah. like that. But actually it can get really severe where you get a full on depression that we call PMDD associated with the menstrual cycle. And so I think it's so important to realize that everything doesn't have to be that way, mm-hmm. that you can get help and you can have um, options available to you. Um, and so unfortunately, yes, they are birth control, but it's hormonal therapy. We're fixing your hormones. Right. I've right. seen that be really beneficial also for my patients who have like autism or intellectual mm-hmm. disability. Oh, 100. And just be able to like stretch that out because it's mm-hmm. like, like it's the sensory issues are like mm-hmm. overwhelming. It yeah. They it's, really struggle with like wearing a pad and mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. they have trouble a lot of times with like their sensation and how things feel anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so like the concept of bleeding, the concept of wearing a pad is horrible. I will say period underwear has been a game changer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so what is this? So I've, I've seen it on, I don't <laughs> on have a TikTok. I've right. seen it on the TikTok. Okay. What uh-huh. is that? Okay. So it's, um, it's, it's so funny because I think it came out not too long before I started at Cook. Um, <laughs> and I was hearing about it from my patients who had children with autism <laughs> because you know, a lot of times with the pads, they would be like taking them off oh, and not wearing them, oh, um, and just bleeding through. And so, like the period underwear feels just like underwear, right. um, but it's just got a super absorbent area in the middle, and you wash it like your regular clothes. 
Supposedly, they say it's supposed to um, be good for eight to ten hours. I don't know if I trust that, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's you know it's been a game changer for people who really you know struggle with you know the, their normal function and hygiene to be able to use that and to try to teach somebody how to use a tampon. And- oh yeah, yeah. I get I get a lot of questions about that. <laughs> any advice <laughs> or any advice for parents? Like if they're like, hey, we want to, you know, like yeah. we are like swimmers or we have yeah. volleyball or, you Absolutely. know, like what is it? Like any so, tips? Yeah, definitely. So um, first and foremost, um, don't ignore it. Um, I joke that when I I grow, grew up being a ballet dancer, so tampons yes. were a ne- necessary evil. Um, I avoided them for a while. I was really good at tucking that pad in a leotard. Um, That's mm. a special skill. I also <laughs> dance. I have no idea. Special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, she's yeah. magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, using tampons, I, like, had to take the box and pull out the pamphlet and read how to insert a tampon and try it myself. And so um, I, um, you know, for moms, like, I know it's scary, but first and foremost, don't ever force a tampon on your child. Um, I think, yeah, I think a lot of people think, you know, because they are a swimmer, oh, she's got to use a tampon. She's got to do this. And there's a certain comfort level. I mean, you are putting something in the vagina. And it's very symbolic of (laughs) other stuff that I don't, I'm not there yet. Yeah. And so, um, (laughs) you know, but I joke about it. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. We're all adults here. (laughs) Yeah. But, and we're also normalizing having these conversations. Right. And I do say the vagina is a part of the human body. So I will say it. I just said, okay, because our producer just had a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) She's She's already editing this out. Somebody's already reviving her. So go on. (laughs) Love you, Kim. So, um, but, you know, I joke that I have, like, 11-year-olds who are like, oh, tampons, it's the only way I go. I never use pads. And then I have, like, 18-year-olds who are like, ooh, I'm never using tampons. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, So it's a comfort issue. So I always, you know, if your child comes to you and wants to use a tampon or at least bring it up to them that there's this other option, there's lots of different options for period hygiene these days. Um, And so talking them through it, you know, taking the tampon out of the box, opening it up, showing how it works. Um, and this is this is what I do a lot in the office. When the mom doesn't want to have the conversation, so they're like, "Hey, by the way, can you teach her how to use a tampon?" Wow. <laughs> um, and so, no, I'm not inserting the tampon in the office. Okay, first gotcha. of all, let's okay, just, thank let's you. Just be clear. Thank you. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's just be clear. Um, but you know, I always like to. There's have, a model. There's a model. There's, there's a model. Visuals mm-hmm. and things like that. A lot of times, I draw on the paper, but I always pull the tampon out itself and I right. open it up and show right. them what it is. Um, and then, yes, it's weird and awkward to do these things, but it's part of our body. And if it's an option, then great. Um, but the number one most important thing I always say is never, ever force trying to use tampons. It's you've, you've got to be in the right headspace for it. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. Golly. <laughs> Aren't you so glad you didn't have a girl? I have two. <laughs> I have two. But I'm like, no, we're having this talk. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. make it awkward for everyone. Oh my I can't gosh. wait. Yeah. Oh, my God. So do you have any other advice for parents about like just talking about it, normalizing it, those yeah. kind of things? Like how do you I think I think just kind of, you know, it's it's so funny because it's like I I'll never forget. I was with my mom in the car and she was driving me I think to ballet or something and she was like, "So, I think we need to talk." And I was like, "I already had that talk in school." Um <laughs> Cuz you late, know, mom late. <laughs> You're a little late mm-hmm. um, and whatnot. And then, of course, it's weird and awkward talking to your mom. Um, and so, you know, that's why sometimes people come to me when they're starting puberty just 
just to have somebody else to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always give the the child, teenager, a chance to talk to me one-on-one because there's things that, you know, they may be curious about their body mm-hmm. or thinking about their body um, that they don't. They don't want to talk to mom about it. Yeah. And then even more so if dad's the one who's taking care of them. They oh, really yeah. – dad's like, uh, I know. When I ask, I'm like, dad, earmuffs. Like, mm-hmm. just put them on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some dads are like, no, it's fine. Yeah. I buy the tampons. Yes. Cool. Oh, <laughs> yes. Geez. I had one of those the other day. <laughs> well, you know, and that's – I always joke with them, and I'm sorry, Kim. I'm going to use the word vagina again. Um, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's part of the body. And so, you know, I hate using – euphemisms and words for it. Cutie words. Cutie words, you know. It's like we talk about a boy's penis, but we don't talk about a girl's vagina. And Mm -hmm. that's that's where period blood comes out and things Mm -hmm. like that. And Mm -hmm. so um, I think, you know, just as they're developing, you know, giving them an opportunity, a safe space to talk Mm -hmm. um, of, you know, you don't even have to be like, so we're going to talk period or puberties today and periods today. Um, But really just sitting down with them and saying, you know, I've, Notice some changes. Have you noticed some changes in your body? Um, what do you, you know, are, is there anything you're worried about? Um, you know, I used to joke that, um, you know, kids, we used to always, you know, you, you compare things. So, <laughs> you know, um, unfortunately, the younger person develops earlier and you're like, oh, I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah, What's yeah, going on with yeah, her? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And whatnot. So, you know, having those conversations or even as a parent, if you notice maybe your child's friend is developing, mm-hmm. but they're not, mm-hmm. um, you know, just ha- giving them a safe place to talk, I think, is very yeah. important. And it's really awkward because boys notice it too yes and they comment and they right you know and it's do okay. things i yeah. mean it's been you know yeah. it's it's always been that it's way. All, i was gonna say <laughs> you know even back like i said when we were rolling stones across the <laughs> across the street you have gone from like riding <laughs> the horse 1800s to like, like the 800s yeah. neanderthal times yeah, yeah when we were rolling stones back i mean they've always been you know mm-hmm. noticing right. commenting yeah and um, so that's a lot of times I say that's why it's super important to talk to boys about it too. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they go later. They start their changes later than girls do. And so, you know, talking to them about things they may be seeing, you know, I'm, you know, have you noticed like if you have an older sister or something, mm-hmm. have you noticed changes? But, you know, I always like to say don't just talk about it with girls. Talk about yes. it with boys because unfortunately yeah. Yeah. then it does lead to more of that. You know, teasing. Ta- teasing and taunting. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I joke, I've been this tall since I was 12. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It is. Um, it's a hard time in life in general, let alone when people are kind of teasing and whatnot. So I think it's very important. And same thing for girls, you know, talking to them about how boys are going to change. They're just going to be a little mm-hmm. bit later mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and don't worry, it's coming for them too. Um, yeah. unfortunately they don't get periods <laughs> yeah. though. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, but you get the backlash of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Because, exactly. see, I didn't go to depression. I just growled. Yeah. <laughs> I was a growler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Don't come in the room without brought me. Uh-huh. <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. Yeah. Oh, geez. Not today. Well, before we go, we started a new segment on the podcast where we talk about what we're grateful for. So, Dr. Combs, you start us out. What's one thing that you're grateful for today? Um, so today I'm grateful for the rain, even though it's not fun to drive in, I'd rather be curled up in my bed right now. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. But you know, I, I, the rain also brings new life. So that's why yeah. I love the rain. I yeah. love the smell of rain. Yeah. Yeah. I am grateful for Dr. Combs and her expertise and her willingness to see my patients and to help out their mood. Like 
significantly have helped several of my patients Mm -hmm. who had real like food concerns and things like that. And so we are so grateful that I know I can send um, a referral to a compassionate physician who will treat my patients well and make sure they're well taken care of. So I'm very grateful for you. And I'm grateful I don't have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> True that. True that. I'm going to call you when it's that time. I'm going to be like, Winnie's just going to hey, come observe. Hey, baby, no, that... you're going to serve the wine to me so yes. I can talk to it, my, <laughs> my kids. Yeah, I'm just grateful I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> well, you know, periods aren't fun, man. No. They're nothing. not fun. But I also tell, I'm like, this is also your superpower. This lets you, Ooh. if you decide Ooh. that you want to be a mom, yeah. oh, this is how you do it. That's you can grow a little human thing. someday. And that is a superpower. Thank you. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's really good. I know, because they all hate it. Also, parents, heads up, please tell your kids if they have started their period or if you have the talk that it's a cycle and it comes back. I've yeah. had a spew. Like it happens one time and it <laughs> yes, never comes right. back. And then it came back. <laughs> a, a, a mom didn't explain because she didn't think about yeah. it. Oh. And then it happened the next month and the kid was pissed. <laughs> like She's like, every month? For the like, rest of my Yeah, for, just about. And then, and then it was a whole other thing. Like yeah. so awkward. And yeah. then now, yes, no. Yeah. So just, yes. it's a cycle. It yeah. comes, comes back. back. Yeah. It may not and come back right away the first time. But that is it, true. it's going to come back. <laughs> and it's a superpower. Don't forget. Thank you guys for listening. And if you saw, if you sat through all of this, you are a true blue raising joy listener. We yes. really appreciate send you. Us, send us your email address and maybe we'll send you some merch. Yes. You never know. That sounds good. For real. Thank you guys I'll for listening it. for real to this episode of Raising Joy. Until next time. When he hates me. I know. No, I don't. No, I don't. I never do. Just breathe. Open up. You matter. You matter.